Hello and welcome to the Secure Chat Podcast, presented by Archon. This is a whole new security podcast geared towards you, our trusted clients. Each episode, our security experts will explore pressing security news, from the latest malware threat to user errors and top risk management solutions. Tune in each month to learn more about data breaches, what they mean for your business, and how you can optimize your security strategy. I want security. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode two of the Secure Chat Podcast. And as always lately, I'm joined here by Derek. Derek, how are you doing today? Always great. Thanks for having me yet again. Yes, yes. Sean's going to have to have a missing persons bulletin posted around here. For sure. But uh, good news is hopefully you'll have a new person, not me, uh, where it is Daisy's going to be coming here and uh, mucking it up with you guys, so... Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm sure she'll do much better than you've been doing. So <laughs> I'm excited to, to see what she has to offer. But going off the Sean point too, we might need to uh, start searching for him. Maybe get we'll get him bird, back in here. Put some bird feet in the kitchen and have him yeah. show up again. Yeah, we could put... Uh, just come in one day. <laughs> put a little bit of, of bird uh, feed from his front door all the way to the office. To the podcast. To the, to the, to the mic that's sitting right next to me. That's how we'll get them back. But so to kick off this episode, uh, this episode is going to be all about like specific cases of people being breached in the healthcare industry and kind of what happened, uh, how could it have been prevented. Um, episode one was just kind of a high level overview of what IT is to the healthcare industry and how security plays a role in that. So I know. Derek and I are both excited to get into this. Um, Derek, I know you're one that kind of keeps up with the news and what's going on in the industry. Is there anything that you've been seeing in 2021 so far? Yeah, I mean, we are off to a fast start, without a doubt. Um, one of the one of the coolest things we're we're bridging last podcast, like you said, you know, taking the compliance fundamentals that we kind of just you know lightly touched on, and now we're bringing it to the to the stories that have like these are stories from 2021. We're not going back five years. There's plenty of you know. Healthcare infractions and breaches; these are literally within three, three, call it three months worth of uh, of news. So I brought three with me today, um, and really uh, the first one that that kind of was making headlines is a great case of a, someone that's going to Amazon, just kind of thinking that Amazon's going to you know have all the securities and bells and whistles turned on for them while they arrive. Uh, it's it's the new story on Amazon and Salus Care. Uh, I guess Salus is suing Amazon. Uh, second article: Heartland, Texas. Uh, Heartland, Texas Medical Center in in I believe it is Heartland. I'm not sure where in Texas that is, but apparently there's you know some IT network disruption. Starts to sound a lot like uh, they're shutting down the network and kind of just you know playing the ransomware card. We'll turn your network back on and we'll stop the disruption for if you've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we actually help clients kind of get not in those crosshairs, but also out of them if they're in a jam. Third one, uh, this is right up your alley, Florida Healthy Kids Corporation, which, <laughs> which, I mean, it, it, you can't make this stuff up. Um, I know it's Florida, but at the same time, what a, what a name for a corporation to be maybe a target and yes they were targeted for a very very large hack on uh basically a a hosting provider who didn't lock down a website Mm -hmm. so there's your three uh dealer's choice pick one and let's run yeah so i don't want bezos coming into the office and having trouble with us 
and I love making fun of Florida, so we will go with the Florida Healthy Kids Corporation. Yeah, it's, I kind of figured you'd, you'd go down that way. So I made a, extra notes for for this for this topic. But quick quick kind of recap of of the breach. Um, basically, unauthorized users were able to kind of get in through a website uh, website access and not just get into a database, but also alter the database. So not only did they have access to patient healthcare information. They were then altering stuff like addresses, allegedly, um, and and kind of just doing nefarious things from within that environment. Uh, we hear about bad actors all the time, but I mean, what kind of creep or you know syndicate would would go so low to like go after this as a target? I mean, I enjoy Florida, but even this is a little too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, bad people are just going to be bad people. And I know when I was reading through that article, one of the specific things that stood out to me was that the vulnerability started from a patch that hasn't been addressed in like eight years. Yeah, I, I think it's it was pretty much on the cusp of eight years. So you're not running updates or vault patches for eight years. I mean, it's a little bit as a little, you got to throw a little bit of shame on the on the hosting provider. Yeah. For Archon to not tell a client that they've not been patched for eight years, I we should probably fire ourselves at that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, considering that this kind of data sits behind the importance of that patch, it, it boggles my mind that, you know, maybe this was a, a friend of a friend who was running a hosting company, but geez, like that's, that's kind of hard to explain your way out of. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to let a patch go. I guess it'd be seven years because it was November 2013 to December 2020, but just over seven years. But you got to think, like, how do you get another job in this industry? If <laughs> if the simple, like, it's patching, the simplest deal was not addressed for eight years and it caused, seven. Um, or seven, yeah, and it caused, like, healthcare information to be exploited, which is some of the most sensitive data that we have in this industry. Yeah, I mean, in... And the good news is only 3.5 million individuals were, were put at risk here. <laughs> Just only, a bit. Yeah, which makes it actually one of the largest healthcare breaches to date. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like, you know, they were actually able to. I don't think they've actually proven what and to what extent since it is fairly new. So parlaying all that information back to episode one and why patient healthcare information is now more valuable than a credit card, you know, credit cards. Yes, you can call and say that's not me. Cancel the credit card. Let's let's talk about why in this case getting all that information. I mean, three point five million individuals, names, addresses, social social security numbers, insurance providers, family members. How how is that now a problem? More than just losing your credit card. Yeah, and it, it's the spectrum of what you're able to do uh, with that information. So if you have something like a credit card. Um, you're able to make faulty purchases, but with something like a social security number, you're able to maybe apply for loans, especially if you have like first name, last name, address, social security number, date of birth, like everything. When you, I mean, every time I go to the doctor, I, I feel like I have to fill out like a five page sheet. And then all of that goes into their database that when that gets out, then it's basically my whole health history, my social security number, where I live. And if someone was to get a hold of all of that information, they can essentially become me versus just getting my credit card and making some Amazon purchases until I cancel it. Yeah, and I do apologize. I called ahead on that visit to the doctors and gave them a heads up as what you were bringing in that day. So, yeah. you know, that is a little <laughs> bit on me for front running, yeah. But to the same extent, like you mentioned it, tax fraud. Yeah. You could basically take this, you know, some child's information and then start filing taxes on their behalf. Yeah. Completely screwing up their their 
IRS standing before they even know that yep. they have ever filed for taxes or stimulus checks, you name it. Um, that, that stuff is deadly in the hands of, of certain people. And there is a black market. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about the dark web. Where does this stuff go once, once you've you know, exfiltrated it? Where does it start popping up? Let's start yeah, talking about so some of the things we've seen. So it goes straight to the dark web. And once it's there, then people essentially will just buy that information in bulk. And it's really hard to determine what they want that information for. Um, it can be various things. Like I know some of the most uh, like extreme cases are people will find information about maybe terminal illnesses or medical information that you don't want the general public to know. And they'll try to extort the people uh, for just a cash payment. Um, but then it even goes down to kind of those lower levels that you touched on where it's t like tax fraud. Um, you could open up a, uh, a credit card or you could even apply for like a home loan with this information. One of the craziest things that I think I came across in one of these articles was, didn't think, saw at Checkpoint said there's a 3x increase since January 1 on some of these healthcare scams and, and security hacks, which I think is crazy. Uh, right down to one of the articles said $500, you can basically Bitcoin purchase your own vaccine and it will show up FedEx within, you know, I wouldn't say next day, but it's coming yeah. from, I don't know, someplace across the pond. I think everybody knows where. For $150, you can buy a forged or stolen CDC uh, vaccine card, which if you have that in hand, whether it's real or not, you can basically travel you know, to Mexico and come back with maybe no questions asked in hand. Uh, I wouldn't want to be doing that, but... You know, you might your your card might already be in somebody else's hands if it wasn't secured on one of these systems. Yeah, that'd be my follow up question: Is how do you know it's five hundred dollars for the vaccine? Have you been doing a little research on the dark web? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I would thank Ars Technica for uh, all the sources they cite, which go back to Checkpoint, who actually had a team. So some of the Checkpoint, I guess they just had like a slow day and they were trying to test this hack, but they ended up. They're like, well, let's throw five hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin and see how far we can get down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Before you know it, they've got like FedEx tracking numbers and, a, you know, they're going to call it a, you know, a vaccine. But it sounds like you could I mean, the sky's the limit once yeah. it gets the dark web is really the, the whole point of it. But I could not imagine like, would you want to put anything you're getting from the dark web? No, I'd, I'd be frightened, absolutely <laughs> frightened to like, especially like give myself the vaccine too. I'm not taking the vaccine to like a doctor and having them administer it. So I'd have to do it myself. That'd be so scary. But yeah, the the dark web's a super interesting place and it's it's crazy to watch, for example, like so in the the Florida Healthy Kids Corporation uh incident, they didn't say that they took any of the information, but it's also pretty new, so you never know like they probably took some of that information and you take that information, you put it on the dark web and then people are able to start using it for whatever they want. And it all comes from just a patch not being addressed for seven years. Yeah. So you know? why not? Yeah. Well, like, why not just patch your stuff and not have this, you know, little snowflake that lands on the top of a, a mountain. It turns into, into an avalanche. Right? Turns into an avalanche of just fines and red tape. Like you covered it in the first episode. There's Four tiers of fines. I'm guessing this one clearly is going to fall in. Got to be like, tier four. Tier yeah. four. So, and like for why it happened, I mean, part of it is just it's Florida and like anything goes there. So that's probably part of the reason why it was never patched. But there's also kind of 
a mindset in the industry where people feel like they get to a point where things are now in place, you know, and it's kind of an old school of thought, but it's just, I need, it's, it's the having a finish line. And, and like in 2021, what you're seeing in IT is that there's actually no finish line, but it's just kind of a game that's always being played. Yeah. And just because you're comfortable with the way you've always done things doesn't necessarily mean that's the way you should continue doing things moving forward. Uh, I think you get into a little bit of a complacency sometimes and and in tech that could be one of these situations where it just it works until it doesn't and like look out yeah and like if you if you just logically think about it the longer something's around the more information you have about it so the reason why you always want to stay on top of security practices like patching or antiviruses or even like firewall rules like the reason why this stuff changes because people figure out how to hack the older version. And then if you're on that older version, it's it's just, it's been sitting there for so long, people have found out information about it. So that's why you can't go seven years without addressing something. Yeah, and I would, to just parlay with what you're saying, I think in general, most criminals are going to go to the low-hanging fruit. You're, yeah. you're not going to, if you're going to pickpocket someone, you're probably going to go pickpocket where there's a lot of tourists not paying attention, they're not familiar with the surroundings. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go after a, an easy hack, you're probably gonna go after one where you know that some web provider hasn't run a patch in seven years, and you know it's it's why try extra, you know why why put in the extra effort if if it's if it's easier this way. So yeah, just don't be that low hanging fruit is really the lesson. Like do the do the fundamentals that we kind of touched on in episode one. Take the time to go through just the security configurations and the minimum baselines to get your to get your posture up it doesn't have to be perfect but at the same time clearly there's there's some heavy penalties to face both financially and uh, reputation wise if you if you don't follow for sure this uh it's kind of like have you have you ever been hiking and or like hiking with your friends and you all make the joke where it's you don't have to be faster than the bear you just have to be faster than the slowest person in the group that's kind of what this is like this florida healthy kids corporation was the slowest person in the group and they got eaten by the bear (laughs) so when are we going hiking yeah (laughs) but yeah so i mean as far as that specific hack goes is there anything that you know you want to elaborate on or, or follow up on with it well, like, you know, in general, we don't want to pile on Florida, but at the yeah. same time, like, I think we're kind of, we're, we're beating a dead bear here. Uh, <laughs> just, just do the, just do the basics. It's really going to, it's really going to help you in the long run. And it, a lot of this stuff is not expensive. It, a lot of it's just kind of turning things on and configuring things properly. Uh, a lot of the tools you probably already have in place inherently. And people like Archon and others are, we're here to help. We we do it, we do it so often for clients that it's, for us, it, it takes a lot less time to kind of get people's postures up pretty quickly. Yeah, it's it's definitely, there can be a lot of moving parts to it. It can be a bit stressful, but that's where companies like Archon come in and they help alleviate the stress to the to healthcare providers because we can come in, we follow things like HIPAA standards. That way, when we're exchanging information or, or kind of managing your environment, you know it's done safely and it's just kind of that peace of mind that, that you know the integrity of your data is protected. Yep. With that and, you know, tomorrow we'll solve these problems and then tomorrow there'll be some new innovative way. So, you know, we'll be there with the next podcast trying to keep up uh, with the trends and just kind of relaying information, you know, based on the fundamentals we know with the uh, use cases we see, not just with customers, but some of these, some of these uh, pretty big hits 
in 21 right off the bat. Um, so For sure. Yeah, throughout the year, we'll definitely keep you up to date with kind of what's going on in the news because I think what's interesting about it is, is watching how it changes over time. And that's why it's fun to kind of just keep up with, with what's happening out there. Great. Happy to be there when that time comes. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate everyone listening to episode two of April. Um, oh, one last question. Your stock tip. Oh, man. DraftKings is doing Draft. bad. <laughs> How'd you do on that $1 friendly? Uh, yeah, good. I owe you a dollar. Right. So. <laughs> so uh, our producer, Danny, will put up the infographic as we uh, kind of keep these threads throughout the episodes. But um Stay tuned if you got any more ideas. We always love to kind of track tech companies, how they perform. Uh, just, you know, I think DraftKings and the stock market was a, a cool thing. We'll see if the uh, numbers start bumping that up for uh, for the Masters and also the, the tournament. But For sure. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I learned is that I'm going to stay in tech. I'm not going to become a day trader. Just so. keep telling me your picks and I'll pick the opposite. Yeah. It'll be all right. Yeah, no, I could, I could give you the opposite of all my picks and you'd be doing well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we really appreciate everything, guys, and we hope you tune in next month. Thank you. Thanks, all.